Welcome to the e-commerce fuel podcast, the show dedicated to helping high six and seven figure entrepreneurs build amazing online companies and incredible lives. I'm your host and fellow e-commerce entrepreneur, Andrew Uderian. Hey guys, it's Andrew here and welcome to the e-commerce fuel podcast. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. And today I want to talk about Target versus Walmart and how two retailers that both are in massive boxes, both are in you know cities across the United States, North America, and the world can be perceived so differently. It's a little more macro than I, topics I tend to choose for this podcast focus on seven-figure plus store owners, but I think there's some lessons that we could potentially take away from the comparison. So, I mean, if you look at you look at Walmart and Target, they're both fighting Amazon. Both of them are kind of stalled out in terms of sales and growth. And Walmart is much, much bigger. They're about six times as big. And yet Target is the more profitable of the two. I mean, you look at Target, they have a 4% net margin, which has improved from 2.8% in 2013. And that's a pretty impressive time to improve your your net profit margin, you know, up more than you know, 33% in one of the hardest, if not the hardest five years in retail ever. Walmart has about a 2% net margin. So Target's twice as profitable. What are they doing right? How are they able to do that with less scale? So joining me to talk about that is Carrie McAleer, who's a certified wealth strategist at DA Davidson and Company here in Bozeman, Montana, and also happens to be my sister. So really fun to have her on the show today. And she was kind enough to put all of the terrible things I did as an older brother, teenage older brother growing up behind us for this episode and still agreed to come on. So thank you, Carrie. And then Laura Serino, copywriter extraordinaire. And of course, many of you will recognize as the community and content manager for e-commerce fuel. But before we dive into that discussion, I want to thank our two amazing sponsors. First, Liquid Web, who offers the absolute best environment to host your WooCommerce store online. If you're on Woo or you're thinking about getting onto WooCommerce, it's a rock solid, scalable platform engineered from the ground up for WooCommerce and has a lot of cool features. One, for example, they have 25 built-in cart tests to stress test your store. You can run scenarios where you've got dozens or hundreds of people browsing, placing orders, doing cart lookups to make sure your store is prepared when you get hit with that massive traffic spike on Black Friday or whenever it is. So that's just one of many features. You can learn more about their offering and get started at ecommercefuel.com forward slash liquid web. And then secondly, a big thank you to Clavio, who makes email marketing for e-commerce stores incredibly easy, profitable, and automated. And one cool feature I wanted to mention from them if you don't know about, is their Shopify back in stock feature. So makes a ton of sense, right? You have something out of stock, visitors come, they can't buy it. You should allow them to be able to enter their email and get notified when it's back in stock, which you're doing on your store, right? Your app, of course, right? No, of course you're not because it's a hassle. <laughs> you've either got to custom code it up in Liquid, which is, or you've got to go sign up for a plugin. If you're with Clavio, you can do that all automatically. It's a very seamless integration. So if you're using Klaviyo, set that up and Shopify, of course. If not, you can get started with Klaviyo for free and learn about that and a bunch of other cool features at ecommercefuel.com forward slash Klaviyo. All right, so let's learn how Target can help us build more profitable, better e-commerce stores. So Carrie and Laura, how, how often do you guys shop at Target? Carrie, maybe we can start with you and then go to Laura. Sure. Um, I probably shop at Target on average every two to three weeks, I would say. I have an 
a monthly pilgrimage to Target, but I am probably constantly like cyber window shopping on Target on their app and stuff. So I feel like I'm constantly adding to cart, but my my in-store is every month. Wait, so how often how often do you shop online on Target, you said? I mean, I'm not purchasing all the time, but I'm I'm almost using it as my new Google now. So like anything I need, I'm on Target now and I'm adding to my cart. I've got my app, saving it to my Target list. So, I don't know. It's not 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 necessarily shopping all the time on Target, but I'm just on the website creating my list every day. And when you, with this list, do you do you create it and then you go you'll like place a pickup order and then you go and you'll when you, when you go to Target on your monthly pilgrimage, you you'll buy it or you use it as like stuff to check out when you're in the store? Yeah, so they have like a my list section on their app, so I'm I'll like be on their website or on their mobile app and I'll I'll just click add to my shopping list. And then I, when I'm in store, I've actually got kind of like a list of things that I'm either meaning to pick up or to check out. And it's kind of my own curated list that's very handily on my Target app that I'm shopping with when I go in. Wow. Okay. Do you do this too, Carrie? I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hardcore. You are hardcore. <laughs> You always hear so much about like, oh, multi-device and, you know, you know, omni-channel and all this stuff. And usually I write it off. I'm like, yeah, right. How much does this happen? But it is actually happening with with, with the way you do it, which is interesting. It's just cool. I'm very multi-channel. Yeah, for sure. So I'm going to throw this out there. Kind of just give you guys a softball for your, your, your love for Target. But why do you shop there versus other stores? Carrie, maybe we can start with you. I think I shop at Target versus other stores for a couple of reasons. I think, first of all, they have a bright, clean environment. It's it's a little hard to put into words, but when you enter Target, it's bright, it's cheerful. You have things that are relevant to the seasons that are very in style. I know they work with designers for to have certain fashion lines come into Target that are maybe an offshoot and a less expensive line than they would have maybe at the mall or Macy's or Nordstrom. I know it sounds silly, but I just get kind of excited and giddy when I walk into Target and it's bright and, you know, the employees are, you know, they tend to be, in my observation, they tend to be younger than Walmart or or other, or other competitors. So I feel like their employees are happier to be at work. This may not be a career job for them, but they're cheerful. And I think that translates a little bit into my experience when I enter the door. I I like completely feel the same way. I I almost enter like a blissed out state. It is. It's like white and shiny and clean and and my. Wait, wait, I wait, mean, sorry to interrupt, Laura. Are you sure they're not? Like, are they handing up pills at the front door, like <laughs> that you guys take as you walk they, in? They do have a Starbucks counter, which I think is a real thing. They have. You can get your latte. You can grab your cart. There's, you know. At least to our target, there's a Starbucks right when you that walk is, in. Yes, a hundred percent. That is my routine. Your cart has a little cup holder so that if you're, you know, shopping and you need to put down your cup, you have some more convenience. It's just, I feel like they get me. They they completely get me. Carrie, I 100% agree. I do that. That's my first stop. I go to the Starbucks. I get my fancy Starbucks little treat for myself. And then I start my walk, my target walk. And yeah, Andrew, I mean, for me, it's all about like the target brands that are only available at Target. They've done such a good job at curating their brands. So like even they're just their target kind of like the generic target brand, which is the up and up brand. You know, there's like 
it feels just better than a generic brand you'd pick up in a grocery store or at another big box store. I don't know why it's like the, the packaging or the branding, whatever it is about it. So, so even at like their base brand level, they do a good job. And then they have all these great sub brands that I like to shop. Like Carrie mentioned, they do really great kind of like fashion pieces for women that are actually affordable. They do great kids clothes. They do great, got great, like, their beauty products are great. I mean, their shoes are awesome. Their shoes are so good too. I mean, they just, I mean, they just, I think they they just dialed. They've got it dialed. Totally. So you guys, it sounds like you have like a very visual emotional reaction when you walk in the door. Is that fair? Yes. Yes. Do you shop? How do you compare Target to Amazon? Like how much do you shop at Target versus Amazon? And do you guys have a preference between the two? Like if there's something you could get both places, would you prefer to go and get it at Target or are you kind of agnostic or do you like, where does it fall in the Amazon spectrum of convenience and enjoyment and just wanting to shop there versus Target? I think I, I prefer Amazon for the big ticket items that there's going to be a larger price difference, but in terms of small items, toiletries, clothes, small grocery items, small home goods, Target, absolutely. As long as I have the time. I think Amazon comes into play for me when either I'm incredibly short on time, the item isn't needed immediately. Like I'm not out of my face wash that day or you know, what would it be if it's not an immediate need and I can wait two days. But the bigger ticket items, I am more prone to check Amazon first and go with Amazon if the price difference is larger. Yeah, I would agree with Amazon is kind of like a price check place for me now. But in terms of shopping from Amazon now, I've really, I've almost completely cut it out. And that's saying a lot for me because I live on an island. So convenience is super key. But, you know, I, you know, for Target, for example, I have the Target red card. Okay, so if you've got a red card, I use it as like a debit card. And you always get free shipping on anything. So that's, you know, okay. So that gets rid of my need for Prime. And two-day shipping doesn't really work for me anyways because I live on an island. So the whole Prime thing never really worked that great for me anyways. So I, I've i just kind of completely cut Amazon off at this point. I've had a, bad, a bunch of bad experiences with not getting what I really ordered, dealing with like maybe like a third-party seller or someone that has been really hard to deal with getting a refund. I've had a lot of bad Amazon incidents lately that have caused me to kind of decide to really cut the Amazon cord completely. Laura, we were talking about this the other day and you mentioned that Target does a really good job of getting you to buy more than you planned on when you when you came in. And I was joking that like, I, I'm very search and destroy. Like when I go shopping, I go in, I get it and I come out. And, and you had said that like, when you go into Target, there's a, and even just online, there's a bunch of memes of people going in to buy, you know, like a, you know, a stick of deodorant and coming out with like a lawnmower and a TV and $200 worth of other stuff. How do they, how do you, how do you feel like Target gets you to buy more stuff than you were planning for, planning on, on such a big scale? Well, you know, they definitely are good at tapping into consumerism a little bit. I I mean, a lot of the things that I do end up buying, I think are those impulse buys, you know, they just they just do a really good job at, you know, the 
Everyone knows when they walk on the interior rows at Target, those end caps are all the little clearance items and they know exactly where to put those things and you end up getting suckered into, you know, a $3 Carrie's candle. vigorously shaking her head over here. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, or like, you know, they're really, they do this great job. They have the big red signs that say clearance or the like bright orange tags. It's like clearance tags. And if you're a regular Target shopper, you like, you kind of can't help but be drawn to like things like that, you know, because I think the target shopper is someone that looks for deals anyways. And then I just like their brands. So I inevitably don't really need something for Austin, my son. But then I kind of start looking at the clothes and I'm like, oh, all right, he can get these $5 baby leggings because they're $5. And why not add another $5 to this cart? So they're good at it. You guys have both touched on kind of the private brands and the quality, but how much, how much do you think Target has just done a good job of building what appears to be perceived quality based on the fact that it's clean, they appeal to like nice colors, there's like an emotional aspect. How much do you think is actually better products versus just the fact that you feel good when you go into the store, the store looks nice and so you assume, like, do you actually think you're getting better quality stuff than, than you would at another store, Carrie? I think that's an interesting point. I think it's probably a little bit of both. I think part of it is the feeling that we touched on earlier about how Target makes you feel when you enter those doors. I think another big thing that Target does to help enhance that is the lighting. I think the lighting is very different in Target and Walmart. I think the colors, the time they put into the displays, even if the quality of the item within those displays is not significantly different, I think a lot of it, they really tap into to the visual cues and what motivates consumers visually. Yeah. I mean, I know that the $5 baby leggings are not $30 baby legging quality. You know, like I know that I am, I'm, I'm shopping for things that I really like the look of. I like the designs. I like the styles, but I know that these are not, I know that when I buy clothes from Target, these are not going to be hand-me-down heirloom pieces. They're, very much seasonal, you know, a little bit more disposable, which is not always the best thing. So it's it, it, for me, it's not the same as buying from maybe a small business or a brand that really pays attention to quality. But I'm not really going into Target looking for that. I'm going into Target to look for like the things I really need for my house. And then I'm checking out these kind of more impulse things with their sub brands. So I, I think I'm aware that the quality isn't superior, but maybe it doesn't really matter as much to me if it's Target. Especially because the price point we're shopping at. Mm -hmm, Exactly. We're buying these flats or these sandals to last one summer or to match that dress that we need for the dress that we have for a wedding. Right. So. I mean, you can't talk about Target and retail and and not compare them to Walmart. And they have obviously slightly different strategies and and, and approaches. But why, why don't you... In conversations with both of you guys, you guys do not like shopping at Walmart. Almost to the point where, you know, Laura, I think you said once, well, we'll get to this in the the last round, but you'll go out of your way. You'll very much inconvenience yourself not to shop at Walmart and to shop at Target. Why? Like, what is it about Walmart that makes you so so hesitant to go shop there? It's not a a really... Well, they don't have anything I really want. And it's funny. I was thinking about brands and like the brands at Target that I like are very 
of the moment. I think they're hip. I think they're cute. And I think uh, the only two brands I could think of for Walmart were Better Homes and Gardens, you know, like the garden magazine. And I think the Pioneer Woman has a brand there or something. They do. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, I, right there, those two brands, I think of someone much older than me and maybe a little more old fashioned, like doesn't necessarily like the Better Homes and Garden thing. Maybe she's buying like big floral cushions for her wicker furniture, that shopper. Whereas I might be trying to get like a cooler striped cushion for my wooden outdoor furniture. It's almost like a different kind of, you know, it's like a different style almost like someone that would maybe buy clothes from Old Navy, wouldn't buy clothes from Zara or whatever kind of comparison you want to make. And then it's just, yeah, it, it feels like a, it feels like a gross kind of industrial building. It's very gray. Every Walmart I've gone to feels like dark. There's no like bright lights. And it's just kind of like, I want to get in and get out if I ever get forced into going there. <laughs> I think also, and maybe this is just, just due to our Walmart, but I feel like cleanliness I feel like, you know, when I when I have gone into Walmart, I feel like I need to take a Clorox wipe and like wipe down my cart. There's not, you know, which is, you know, it's just your cart, but it's a stark contrast to the Target cart, which is, you know, a little more reinforced and has my cup holder. It's cup holders. (laughs) They're very important. They are very important. And I also think, you know, when you look at the the. It, the Walmart shelving, it's either completely disorganized. There's a lot of times there's stuff everywhere. And I think Walmart has more of that warehouse feel where they're trying to fit more more goods into Walmart. And I think the, op- the more open space and less clutter is also an advantage of Target. And then the other two that I that I noticed was, was Carrie, you mentioned just the, the attitude of the sales associates and people working there, you know, thinking through just the the importance of upbeat quality customer service. We've all had, you you call places and you get someone on the phone who you know is at the end of their shift and not happy to be there, right? Versus someone who's like, hey, how's it going? Just even the tone in your voice. So thinking through that, it's little, but it makes a big difference. And then finally, the upsells and the discounts on the target side, those kind of, you know, the things at the end of the aisles that you mentioned versus, you know, if you're an online store order, being able to being able to maybe highlight some of those things in a way that you're not always discounting and totally killing your margin, but on, on a regular basis, maybe giving opportunities for people to buy stuff on the cheap that doesn't, you know, not across your whole catalog, but select items can keep people engaged. So any, any other thoughts you guys have on lessons that sellers could take from Target onto their own seven-figure businesses? I think the one thing that you had said about the the upsells and discounts is I don't necessarily think it has to be a large discount. I think most of the clearance target things I buy are 10 or 15% off. But I think there is something that hits you when you see that red sticker, I'm getting a good deal. So the fact that I'm getting a good deal is, you know, if I'm on the edge about a product, that kind of justifies it. Even if it's really not that much more on sale, it's a justification that I am happy to use. So I think that's powerful. Yeah. And it's funny, actually, as I'm thinking about uh, the associates at Walmart versus Target, I'm thinking about how the checkout process is so much better at Target. Walmart Walmart has people greeting you as soon as you walk in, which for me is kind of annoying. Not 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 that like I, I dislike it, but it's kind of like, OK, yes. Hello. Hello. But you can never get I've never had a good checkout experience at Walmart. Target always has associates waiting to direct you to the fastest line so that you can check out quickly. And 
you know, how important is that to someone to not get bogged down during checkout? And so I think that obviously easily can be incorporated into, you know, e-commerce as well, like just making sure that that process is as easy as possible for customers and really taking taking the time to see like, are there any roadblocks when I have people on my site to get to that checkout point and how, how much easier can I make it? I think that's pretty important. Yeah, that's a great, that's a, a great takeaway on the e-commerce online world. I want to do one thing before we wrap this up. Normally we have a, a traditional lightning round I do, but given that kind of unique topic, I thought I'd customize it for the mm-hmm. Target versus Walmart discussion that we're having. So if you guys are up for it, I'll just do the this lightning round, super fast answers, and, and we'll see what you think. All right. So the first question is, how many miles would you drive out of your way to shop at Target versus Walmart if you needed something and Walmart was the closer? So the options are 5, 10, 25 miles, 100 miles, 250 miles, 500 miles, or more. I have an actual answer to this. I go 50 miles out of my way to go to Target. I have a, I have a Walmart two miles away from me and a Target 50 miles away, and I go to Target every time. That's great. How many miles? What if the Target was 100 miles away? Would you still go? <sighs> if the prices of gas are good, yes. I'm not sure I'm quite that extreme. I think 25 would be my cap. I think if it was 50 miles like you, Laura, I might just have to consolidate my trips down to once a month. (laughs) Okay. So assume there's a lawn chair that was $25 at Walmart and a similar lawn chair was at Target. But how much would you spend for the same or similar lawn chair at Target versus Walmart? Would you spend $30 for the $25 lawn chair, $40, $50, $100, or $150? I'm going to say $40. I'm going to say $30. $30. Okay. So anywhere from like a 20% to, what is that? Five on 25. So 60% premium. The hard thing is Walmart is such a process to go in and out of that. Um, especially if I had other items that I was going to get at Target. I don't know. I think that that there's definitely a premium that it's worth to me. Let's do the same thing for a TV that was $400 at Walmart. And this assumes that you have to, you can't, or you like, you have to go into Walmart and buy it. So $400 TV at Walmart, same TV at Target. How much would you spend to buy it from Target versus Walmart? $425, dollars $450, $500, $600, $750. I feel like I'm on the prices right here. $750 or more. What would you, what would you spend up to, to, to buy it at Target versus Walmart? TV, we're talking like $400 price range. I wouldn't pay more. I'd go to Walmart. Okay. Gosh, that's hard. Man, we broke you, Laura. I thought, I thought your, your you love know, had no bounds. Because you know what? If it's a TV, I have a feeling my husband Alex is going to go in, so I still don't have to go into Walmart. Like, that's cheating. You have to be the one that goes in. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, I, I think I, I'm probably... I'm going to stick at the 425. 425, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. What's the last thing you bought at Target? Night cream. Night cream? Night facial cream. Okay. Cleaning products. Mrs. Meyer's cleaning products. And last question, what's the last thing you bought at Walmart? My parents use their pharmacy and they don't live in town. So when they come to town, I have to go in and pick up all their prescriptions. So probably two months ago, last time they were here, I had to go in and stand in the prescription line. I think mine was half-priced Easter candy. And only because my husband had to buy something and I was waiting by the checkout and bought candy. (laughs) <laughs> is, is this the candy that falls on the floor and then they pick it up and they sell it half price? Is that the stuff? I think it was like a few days after Easter, so it was all discounted. So I stocked <laughs> up. Laura, Carrie, thanks for coming on. This has been fun to do. And just for someone who 
don't have quite the uh, perspective you guys do. And so it, it's, it's, it's really interesting to hear how Target does so well, but also just the emotional connections they make and, and how, how they're able to, they're, they're more profitable because they provide obviously a way better experience for, for people. So it's been fun. Thanks for being willing to share and come on and talk. Thanks for having us. Thanks for letting us talk about how much we love Target. <laughs> and yeah, we were we need to get this target PR if you're listening. It'd be a good idea to me. I don't know. Do you guys want to list your your home addresses first where they can send some free swag? I am I'm willing <laughs> I'm willing to be a brand ambassador for Target, yes. That's gonna do it for this week's episode. But if you enjoyed what you heard and are interested in getting plugged into a dynamic community of experienced store owners, check us out at ecommercefuel.com. E-commerce fuel is the private vetted community for e-commerce entrepreneurs. And what makes us different is that we really heavily vet everyone that is a member to make sure that they're a great fit, that they can add value to a broader community. Everyone that joins has to be doing at least a quarter million dollars in sales via their store. And our average member does over seven figures in sales annually. So if you'd like to learn more, if that sounds interesting, you can learn more and apply for membership at ecommercefuel.com. And also have to thank our two sponsors that make the show possible, Liquid Web. If you are on WooCommerce or you're thinking about getting onto WooCommerce, Liquid Web is who you should have host your store, particularly with their managed WooCommerce hosting. It's highly elastic and scalable. It's got built-in tools to performance test your store so you can be confident it's going to work well. And it's built from the ground up for WooCommerce. And you can learn more about their offering at ecommercefuel.com forward slash liquid web. And finally, Clavio. For email marketing, they make email segmentation easy and powerful. They integrate with just about every card out there and help you build incredibly automated, powerful segments that make you money on autopilot. You can check them out and get started for free at clavio.com. Thanks so much for listening and looking forward to seeing you again next Friday. Want to connect with and learn from other proven e-commerce entrepreneurs? Join us in the e-commerce fuel private community. It's our tight-knit, vetted group for store owners with at least a quarter million dollars in annual sales. You can learn more and apply for membership at ecommercefuel.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I'm looking forward to seeing you again next time. 